As always, today's podcast is sponsored by Fire Facilities, makers of reliable, all-American steel fire training structures built the way you train. Fire Facilities towers, burn rooms, and mobile units help you prepare to respond and survive. Welcome back to Three Point Firefighter. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about authority versus leadership. Give me about 15 minutes, and we'll discuss it. All right, welcome back. So today, I want to talk about authority and leadership. This has kind of been bugging me for a while because they're two entirely different things, and so many people that I have worked for in the past have conflated them both. So while authority and leadership are related concepts, they definitely have distinct meanings and implications in the context of, say, management and organizational behavior in our fire service, so in your fire department. So let's talk about it a little bit. So we're going to spend more time talking about leadership than authority, but we have to lay down the foundation of authority because so many people that I've worked with in the past have confused the two. They think authority is leadership or they think leadership is authority. And it's two different things, like I'd mentioned before. So authority refers to the legitimate power or right to give orders or to make decisions or enforce compliance within your fire department, right? Think about your chiefs. Now, this could be a chief, but it could be all the way down to your company commander. So authority, ideally, is about being able to make sure that everyone plays by the same rules. You're that person. Right. So think about it for a second. Take a couple seconds to think about that. Think about the leaders at your department. Think about you as a leader. Right. Do you have that authority? And does that make you a good leader? Leadership, on the other hand, is more about influencing and inspiring others in your fire department to achieve a common goal. Right. Leadership is not solely dependent on formal authority. It can come from various sources, including personal qualities your personal uh, experience or expertise, and most important, in my humble opinion, is the ability to motivate and guide others, right? I think good leadership is the ability to motivate and guide others. So now I've worked for many company commanders and many chiefs in the past, say, 30-ish years, uh, but very rarely have I worked with someone that had both of these qualities of a good, uh, a good leader with the right authority, right? It's hard to balance it out. Now, I know many company commanders and I know many chief officers that do fit this bill very, very well, but unfortunately I don't work with them, right? Or I haven't worked with them in the past. Uh, these are people like say Josh Chase and Norfolk. Uh, did I say that right? Norfolk, Norfolk, whatever. Uh, and then also you think about, you know, chief Jacob Johnson and chief uh, Jay Taylor down at Paraland, uh, chief Scott Thompson, uh, the list goes on and on, right? I'd love to have worked with these people, but I didn't. They motivate me. They have inspired me uh, and they've helped me look at myself as a, as a leader in the fire service. And it's been really helpful because, you know, I'm a battalion chief of training and I've failed many a times in trying to keep these two things in balance. It's, it's a struggle for me. The trick, though, is if I had to say something about my leadership style that is positive is I do try every day. I'm not afraid to fail. You know, I'm afraid of not trying, I guess. I enjoy studying the art of leadership. You know, I, I'm currently reading uh, Frank Lieb's book on leadership. It's fantastic. Uh, of course, Coralie Moore, again, Josh Chase, uh, Jared Sergi, the, uh, uh, Frank Viscuso. There's nothing but great information out there for you and for me. Luckily, I don't need any leadership skills at home. 
You know, I don't. I have a wife, three daughters, and a granddaughter. So me and my son are freed from making any decisions whatsoever at home, whether we like it or not. I don't have the authority either to do anything. Don't worry, my wife doesn't listen to my podcast. Now, in the past, I've worked for several captains. And one one captain in particular said it was time to load. uh, We were doing hose testing. And we were in the bay. We are using a hose tester for the first time. So it took flipping forever. And this particular person, this company commander, would come out there and he'd say, it's my job to see it gets done. It's not my job to do it. And then you go back inside. And that one phrase at that one time told me everything I needed to know about that person. And to this day, that person has lived up to everything I thought when he said that. I've had leaders that play the power game with me. They want me to know that they're in charge and they do the smallest things, but they do it over and over and over. It's like authority by attrition. It's not a flat out, hey, I'm the assistant chief of uh, maintenance and, you know, you're going to do this. It was never that. It was just a bunch of small things that just over and over and over that you can easily look back on them and go, huh, that's weird. Why would they do that? Other than they just want to let me know they're in charge. Now, I've been in the military. I've got no pe- no problem with people being in charge of me. I got, I got no problem with that. Matter of fact, kind of like it. Uh, but still, when somebody has to tell you or somebody has to try to let you know that they're in charge, that means they're not in charge. That just means they're insecure and maybe they feel like the Peter Principle where they've you know risen up to the level of their incompetence. Again, I've been a bad leader too. I have. I've, I've been terrible sometimes. You know, I, I've struggled. But again, I try so hard. I go to classes. I read the books. I read the articles. And I try to apply what I can when I can. But, you know, I try. So not trying and failing says a lot about you as a person. But failing, but always trying does the same thing. It does say a lot about you. So let's talk a little bit here about uh, company commanders, right? Are you the kind of company commander that has to tell your crew everything you need done that day? Are you the kind that always has to follow up behind them to make sure the things got done? Are you fostering a culture of hate towards the staff? Do you blame stuff on the chiefs all the time? Like, oh, the chief is having us go out and, you know, test hydrants today. You know, it's, it's, it's cold outside, but oh, he's an idiot. Do you do that? Do you talk about brothers and sisters behind their back, but you're nice to their face? I've said it before on this podcast before where I had an experience where uh, uh, another crew in my house, it was shift change, uh, made a couple runs in the middle of the night, uh, and they forgot to to fill up an extinguisher, a water can. And all I heard before this person came downstairs from the other shift was everybody saying, oh, I found the can, it was empty. That's, you know, they're talking shit about the guy. So then the guy, I guess he had woken up, he comes uh, to the uh, table out in the bay and he tells the oncoming captain of that particular uh, engine, he said, hey, um, we had this blah, 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 we use a water can. I just remembered I completely forgot to fill it up. And that same person that was talking shit was like, oh, no, no, no problem. Hey, you ran a lot last night. We'll take care of it. No problem, brother. No problem. And then the guy said, okay, cool. Thanks. And he walked off. And he was still in the parking lot, not even to his car yet. And they all started to hate on the guy again. Can you believe that? Oh, my God. It was that that sticks with me. That particular scene always sticks with me, probably because I joined in. I, knowing me, I probably did. It's uh, embarrassing. Let me ask you about this. Um, are you constantly having people leave your crew? Think about that for a second. That says a ton about your leadership style. You know, 
Do you even study the art of leadership or do you base your style of leadership on what you've encountered in the past and just try to do the opposite? Like, oh, I worked with this one captain and he was terrible. He always did this, this and this. So I'm never going to do that. Brother or sister, that is not a leadership style. That's you just doing the opposite of somebody you didn't like. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Do me a quick favor. Drop a like on it. Hit subscribe so you will know when a brand new episode drops. Now back to the podcast. Leadership is a complicated, messy art. It's not a science. It's not really a science. It's, a, it's an art. It, it's like people that, you know, finish drywall. That they're artists. They ever watch them do it? Google it. YouTube it. It's art. So is leadership. This, there's so many different styles of leadership out there. And if you don't apply those different, if you don't know them and you don't apply them in different situations to different people, then you're not doing the best you can. How can you expect the best from your crew if you're not being the best leader? So if you do that kind of stuff, if you're talking shit about your brothers and sisters, if you're bashing on the staff, you know, if you're, if you're micromanaging your crew, chances are you're a shit leader. But the good news is it's your, not your job to do it. It's just your job to make sure it gets done. Yeah, be that guy. I doubt there's many shit leaders truly listening to this podcast. But if you're one of them, change. Use this as the sign. Change. Read these books. Read the articles. Uh, go to the classes. Go to the conferences. Become a better leader because your people deserve it. Now let's talk about chief officers. Are you the kind of chief officer that talks shit about your other brothers and sisters? Uh, that are not on your shift, but you do it to your people, your shift. You tell them like, oh, that B crew stuff, blah, blah, blah. Are you that, are you that chief officer? What about, um, do you talk about your chief and your staff in a negative way? Is that the kind of culture you're fostering? Are you letting your people know it's okay to hate all the things that come down from the chief? Or are you wanting to know that the chief and the staff are making you do this? I'm just telling you. Well, that means you don't have the authority and you don't have the leadership skills, right? If you got to throw something off on a different leader, you're not a good leader. Are you constantly blaming your failures on the younger generation? Are you that guy like, oh, oh, it's, it's not my fault. It's just younger generation. Well, are you studying the different generations and how to interact with them? Our goal is having a safe community, right? You want to do everything you can for that. Are you learning about them? Do you sit at your firehouse tables when you do your rounds and just complain with the other companies? Is that what you do? Like, oh, God, engine three the other day or, or a cruise truck 11 or whatever it is. If you're that guy, I'm let you know right now you're being a bad leader. Okay. You got to set boundaries. And I know it's hard sometimes when you get promoted up within people that you've been working either under or, or with, in a long time. That's tough, but you still, you've accepted that role. You've accepted more responsibility, more pay uh, in some cases. And then you got to set these boundaries, right? So I had this captain in um, Lexington, Kentucky. This guy was awesome. I wish, I wish I was in more contact with him, uh, but he was a great, great captain. He knew fire. He knew leadership. Uh, he set goals and expectations. I just, I can't say enough good things about this guy. Well, this particular captain became my major several years later. So I felt like I had a relationship with him. Like I could, I could probably say a few more things that most people get away with it than most people because uh, he was my, my, my sub captain, my new year, my first year captain, you know, so I can do whatever I want. Boy, was I wrong. 
because he was a great leader. He respected the authority that he'd been given and he set boundaries. So one day he comes, he was doing his daily rounds. And again, I felt like, oh man, I was his sub my first year. So I could say and do whatever I want. We got a relationship. Boy, was I wrong. Golly, was I wrong. So he comes to the station and I said, hey, Mage, I heard, and I don't remember what company I said, something like, hey, I heard, uh, you know, Squad 18 or whatever. They did this, this, and this. And he got real serious and he looked at me and he said, I'm not going to bring you any gossip or pass on any gossip. If you have any questions about that particular company, I suggest you call them. Man, he shut me down. I was embarrassed. I had to rethink the whole relationship. It wasn't his fault. It was my fault. Right. I, I cannot believe looking back on it. I don't know why, because I knew the way he was. He was a true leader. I don't know what I was thinking, but I've always respected the living shit out of that guy because he did that. He didn't pull me aside or nothing because I brought it up in front of everybody. So he set boundaries in front of everybody. He wasn't disrespectful. He wasn't mean by any chance, any means. He just let me know. Right. So this brings me to this part. Now, if you're a backstepper and you're listening to this podcast and going, hell yeah, Jake, get them. Book those guys. Yeah. Blah, blah. Well, brothers and sisters, you're not getting off that easy. Have you done any of the things I've mentioned? Do you talk shit about your brothers and sisters? Do you talk shit about the staff? Are you rethinking everybody's decisions that have been made above you? Like they don't know what they're talking about. Are you cr criticizing their leadership styles, right? Do you go out of your way to make things difficult for the people above you in the food chain? Like, you know, fight the man, blah, 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 you know, remember leaders don't need to have rank. If you really, I don't care if you want to be an officer or not, but if you're criticizing everybody else, then you're not being a good leader. Okay. Again, leaders don't have to have rank. So as you gain seniority in your department, and you gain experience because remember, seniority and experience are two different things. I know people that have done 30 years in the fire department, and I know people that have done their first year 30 times in the department. Okay. That's a whole different ballgame. Fuck those guys, right? They're not listening to this podcast, I promise you. So be respectful of the people above you. Try to understand where they're coming from. Give them a little empathy. Start working on all those things that you think a bad leader does now. Don't wait till you're a leader, uh, an official leader with authority to practice those skills. Don't wait then. Work on them now. So I think I've made my point a little bit for everybody. Again, I'm not perfect. I've made tons of mistakes on every level. Every negative thing that I've said today, I'm sure I've done that or something similar. But I try. Now, let's sum up here a little bit. Leadership involves setting a vision, creating a positive culture. That's important. Fostering teamwork and facilitating change. I know we don't like change, right? That's another thing I hate is that stoop. What's that phrase I'm about to say? For those listening, say it out loud in your car, truck, or at the gym. Well, we've always done it that way. God, I hate that. Oh, my gosh. Effective leaders often don't say that, and they go beyond formal authority to gain the trust and the respect of the team or the crew or the company. And they do this through their actions through their interpersonal skills, and through communication. So if you're a good leader, then you don't need to worry about your authority. A good leader always has followers. An authoritarian only has people that have to work there until they find another job. So brothers and sisters, if you're listening to this and you fall into any of these categories, time to change. 
time to move forward with your, your leadership, become that artist in leadership. And it's not overnight. There's no finish line. There's only starting. So brothers and sisters, love y'all. Take care. Stay safe. Have fun. I mean, we got the best damn job in the world. Our podcast today was sponsored by Fire Facilities. This Made in America company is dedicated to constructing top quality custom training structures to meet your needs. Make your training count with all steel structures that are made to last. Visit firefacilities.com for more details. Thank <laughs> you.